0: So welcome to the episode two of the Leadership Yogi podcast. I have the beautiful Lucia Pastana with me today, um, sharing her voice around HR professionalism and career coaching. Today, we just really want to share her journey and where she's kind of come from, what she does, um, and how she's embraced her own mental health journey through her work. So before I go into detail about what you do it's probably better that you go into a bit more detail about what you do so would you just like to introduce yourself um you know who you are and you know why you decided to come on the podcast as well like what do you want to share with the audience today Okay, yeah, sure. Uh, thank you for having me in the podcast. So it's really exciting
1: for me to be here. And um, I absolutely love what you're doing with the podcast because I think it's really beautiful to really share your knowledge, your experience, but also your journey because people sometimes they only see one side of things and they don't see everything as a whole. So my name is Lucia Margarita Pestana. I am a catalyst for transformation in the workplace and I work with employers and employees to build strong relationships and um, using the magic of communication and leadership, uh, creating win-win outcomes for both parties. I have had 10 years experience working in HR in a standalone role. Um, You know, that has been very demanding from me. I did grow Uh, quite fast, quite quick in my career, and and I did achieve wonderful, wonderful things. So I was, um, you know, my team won best employers in hospitality awards. Uh, We were also gold investors in people twice, uh, and we were the only um, standalone restaurant to actually achieve that. Um, And, you know, over the years, I've done over 5,000 interviews, uh, which is something I absolutely, you know, didn't like in the beginning and learn to love, Um, but that gave me a lot of experience in terms of developing a career and um, developing your authentic self in your career as well. Um, So that has actually nicely led me to be where I am now. So I'm running my own business and that is Pistanas HR and coaching. And what I do, I do provide uh, HR services to small businesses and I also do a lot of career coaching to everyone. My journey to get here here and really to find my authenticity and my unique voice has definitely been um, a very interesting one. And, you know, I have been embracing spirituality for over 22 years. um, And I absolutely love uh, incorporating that into my job now because I've learned, you know, the hard way. Um, you know, working in corporate sometimes is not easy, as you, you know, people have a lot of expectations of how you should present yourself, how you should look like, how you should behave, um, oh, and yeah. and a lot of times you do neglect the parts of yourself that makes you um authentically and uniquely yourself and Mm. for me that has been the journey of um, accepting my own mental health Um, in in my mental health i'm actually um a suicide survivor Um, i did Mm. um, attempt suicide on my teens um and i have hidden that part of myself for Mm. many years and it wasn't until last year where i actually own that experience and um, decided to really advocate and, you know, empower people by sharing my story, and to really for for them to really. Um, really come, you know, accept all of who they are and own it so that they can really be their authentic person in their careers, in their lives, and in everything they do, literally. Um, And my journey of me accepting that side of me has been through a deep uh, spiritual digging. Uh, You know, Mm -hmm. I have definitely been uh, looking at myself, looking at everything. And, you know, for me before has been quite difficult to express all of those sides of me because i felt you know i felt ashamed i felt that i was not worthy i felt that you know i was a fraud because you know i in the outside i was looking all you know all together because people would often say oh you're so assertive you're so confident you know and you know and then there was that part of me that I felt that it was a weakness and you know what you know through through my my spiritual journey I learned to dig and actually that's not weakness at all that is Mm -hmm. actually one of my biggest strengths because I believe that my mission in the world is to share that story so I can really inspire other people to really come out of, you know, having those thoughts. And, and you know, to the point where you can actually heal your own depression to the point where you can say, you know, if one person, 10 people, 20 people or 30 people, you know, manage to overcome their depression, you know, that could be you too. And I think that brings hope to people and obviously understanding, um, you know, depression itself and understanding how people relate to it. And I think that really, really can help to be very transformative um, and bring peace to people, really bring peace to people uh, in their understanding of everything that they do.
0: I love that. I really, I really resonate. With your story and where you've come from. I was I've had multiple suicide attempts as well and been through that heaviness of it's not been the same as yours. Like no journey is the same, right? But when no. you just hit rock bottom and you think you can't go anymore and things aren't there is nothing left. There's like that's the breakdown to get the breakthrough. Right? I don't know if you felt like that at the time. It was like, or the multiple times it happened, it's like the reason he kept coming back the reason he kept coming back was because something bigger so the question that i have for you because i've i've worked in the corporate industry myself not from a um office perspective and being working for a corporate company like i used to go in and do well-being like massage and therapies to help manage stress levels for the corporate teams so my question to you is how many people do you think are in that corporate environment that are really struggling um, more than they kind of even realize they are or that we're even aware of? Because you just see the people walking around like they're either on their phone or they're having lunch or they're just like, it's kind of like they're not even aware, but it's like the numbing out of of how they're truly feeling. How many people do you think are actually going through this right now or have been going
1: through it? It's a very interesting question, I have to say, and and you know, um, according to statistics and uh, and this survey conducted by Gallup, actually, eighty five percent of the one billion world population in full time employment actually don't like their job. They're not engaged in their job. They just walking because they see other people working they just do the work because they need to bring in that paycheck in the end of the month and Mm. when you look at it and thinking like only a staggering 15 percent of people are actually happy doing their job nothing is it it's nothing. And, and really, I, I think that that's, is that's very much soul crushing. But I have mm. to say, I do believe that the the, the survey was conducted uh, in a very realistic way. And I'll tell you why. I, in the companies that I've been working, I used to hear from a lot of employees. I'm not happy with my job. This is not what I'm meant to be doing. This is, But then they don't have the strength to go and really look for what is meant for them you know so and the one the few people that actually venture on that road is the people that are actually happy with the job that they're doing and they are the people that actually go and pursue the things that they want to do Uh, but obviously they are hard workers they really go on and they embrace embrace their journey not only in looking for a job but they learn they embrace the journey of looking inwards to themselves not only on the physical body but also on the spiritual body and and that is where you know real transformation really happens because you cannot have one without have the without having the others, um, and and that is you know is something that I have experienced and witnessed, um, you know over the last ten years, and you know interviewing so many people for job interviews, I've interviewed low positions to high position. I actually conducted interviews having a translator next to me. You know, oh, wow, <laughs> yeah. And that has been a very interesting experience. But, you know, there is a difference, you know, I I have done that where I interviewed a person that could not speak English and, you know, was coming for, you know, a KP job, um, you know, so English was not even much necessary as long as they could do the job. Uh, And that is okay because everyone deserves an opportunity. But then you have that person that, you know, went from doing that to actually becoming a sommelier for the company. And you have another person that took that on their stride, not knowing English. And within three months, applying themselves three months, they were speaking fluent English. And, you know, they actually understood and, and, you know, they were really striving in their career. Yeah, yeah. And then you have those people that they have been you know probably in this country for over 20 years 30 years and they still cannot communicate in the language they still cannot understand and think. so basically you always have the choice to do or not to do um yes. but you know my, my my view on it is once you embrace doing embrace doing with your old self so your your mind your body and your spirit
0: I love that. I think that really needs to be taught so much more in the corporate world. I know, I know that they are doing more like well-being now and more awareness work and more like mental health support more than ever. I think over here in the UK, we're still kind of very. Um, it's it's still kind of not enough. Like there isn't more. It's just like we're just doing it right. Whereas countries like Sweden and America. They're kind of like quite in advance with their well-being in the office place. They're like that's priority. Without that, you know, it's they can't function. Whereas here, it's kind of like we're just getting to the point where it's seen as something that isn't necessary, like having yoga in the workplace, having meditation in the workplace. Um, but for it not to be just a band aid, it needs to be able to 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 for people to be able to actually feel better in their bodies, so they can show up and be more. Um, focus and happier in their body so they can do their work sometimes they might realise that they're not supposed to be in their corporate job but they need to leave and find their own life well they actually are, it's just the stress levels that are weighing them down on many many levels um, and I think I've really noticed a difference between quite a holistic healthcare and holistic support and complementary health um, being taught in the workplace more than ever but i still feel like we're quite behind what's your like opinion on that and and your view on that
1: well my view on that is that yes we are well behind and yes we are still very dubious about you know um holistic health and a holistic techniques to really help people uh, to heal. Um, I think that there is two differences. There is um, there is the stress that is caused by you, you having your own life. And, you know, maybe you, you, you are in a difficult relationship, maybe you're you having problems with the family, or maybe, you know, you're having a lot of stresses that are outside the workplace. But then there is a lot of stress that is caused by the workplace. And I think that one of the things is that people actually work far too much and in the yes. UK in the UK especially there is this culture like you always have to do more you have to be working so hard and you you, you should be working 16 hour days and you know there's people that do it I mean I have been there myself I have worked extremely hard to get to, to the position where I was yeah. but what I've realized is that I became a workaholic and that really has affected a lot of my personal life yeah. and and what you what you have you know you actually need to create A right balance between everything and reality, and many studies out there prove you are not productive after six hours of work. So you know, people, I think is in Sweden that they really recognize that. And, it, you know, the working week for the working day for a person is going to be six hours, yeah. you know, and, and, and that is because after six hours, you're no longer productive. You're just dragging the work that you would have done in six hours to eight hours to 16 hours. Yeah. And that, you know and that really adds the stress because it's taking away from your personal life and when Absolutely. You, you know you need c- to create a balance within everything so if you think about you know eight hours of your day you spend sleeping you know and then if you're thinking the other eight hours of the day, you're going to spend working yeah and then if you think that from those eight hours of the day that you spend working if you have to travel to an office in london that will probably take you another two hours mm-hmm. so then you have six hours where you have to fit in your meals mm-hmm. you have to fit in your um your 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 exercise your your play so you left with very little so yeah. if you, if you do it if you work like for 16 hours a day you're not going to be productive you're actually going to be miserable and you're not going to have a life and so that true. and that is what really people bring into the workplace because they are unsatisfied because they don't have a balanced life so that causes stress for them and that's mm-hmm. caused the dissatisfaction the, the of being uh, in the workplace because you know they don't have the joy Outside of work so that they can balance everything in their life. It's almost like they live to work and not work to live.
0: Oh, that's so I see it. I see it in my old self and I see it in my, you know, I won't say his name, but my brother, bless him. He's like very um, he works for a top firm in London. And he's just constantly knackered. Like he is constantly tired, constantly complains he's got aches in his body in his, in his body he's literally got the, the life and soul drained out of him and um, don't ha- doesn't have time to fit in any workout if he does it's like more like too much um, too much of it in a way yeah so it's almost like a distraction rather mm-hmm. than it actually be like a form of pleasure it's almost like a form of like kind of punishment you know um, rather than it being a pleasurable experience to be able to exercise And then you've got obviously to come home, look after his baby and, you know, and there was no time left for for a relationship either. And, you know, like you can understand, I can understand, see how, how these, you know, even people in like relationships will break up and your job, your job will just like feel like it's, it's just like running the rat race, like constantly, constant, constant. And the thing is, it's like even when people move from that corporate world into their own business, There's a, there's a, I've seen it with the people that I've previously worked with, is there's that pattern. It's like, now that in the entrepreneurial world, that doesn't mean that, you know, it's going to be freeing. In fact, they're still carrying over that trait of running the rat race, having to work 24 seven. And it's like, it shouldn't be that way. It's about creating a life and business on your terms that works for you so you can buy your time back. So you can buy like back your freedom. Um, So what would you say about people that are kind of like, they're in their corporate jobs, they kind of want to get out of it, but they don't want to fall into that pattern of it's like an entrepreneurial rat race. It's like the same, but it's just like with their own business, like the pain. I've
1: had a lot of conversations about this and I am actually guilty myself because obviously I went from corporate to 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 being in my own business I think I think the advice I give to people and this is something that I'm learning to do and I a lot of you know I I do have a really great support network around me and I you know we share the same vision um I think that you know realistically you need to be really dead firm with your time you know when you are actually setting time if you're setting your. you need to create boundaries with yourself. So if you say to yourself, I'm going to work Monday to Friday and I'm going to work from 10 till 4, you know, you focus that working time and you just work that and make sure that you incorporate all the things. It's very easy to work from home and spend a lot of time in the computer. So you need to really schedule in the time that you do your exercise, that you do your morning routines, your evening routines. Self-care comes twice as much important as well, because the thing is, is like it's so easy to work from home and be at home and not doing the exercise it's so easy to just say oh i'll do that later and like not really being focused so my advice is you know if you're going to work i actually recommend that you work in your business for you know six hours a day yeah but create that six make that six hours very focused because if you are very focused in what you're doing you're going to actually achieve more than you would in dragging it out for 12 hours and then it also allows you the time to do the other things you know if it's cooking if it's you know exercising if it's seeing friends uh, you know speaking to family you know so that will give you the the, the space for you to have all your other pleasures going alongside it um and you know create your non-negotiable so so for mm. example on my self-care practice every friday evening i do an evening meditation with a group and for me that's a non-negotiable so every Friday from 6 30 to 8 o'clock there's no work I finish work for the day I just go and do my meditation with the group I really focus on that and then you know and then I sleep like a baby Uh, and you know that that is something that are really really important but I think that when you go into business yourself the biggest you need to create boundaries for yourself yeah. and 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 be disciplined with those what yeah. i found to get the discipline one one of the things that i found in getting the discipline is actually exercise because by exercising i've created a routine of discipline so when i created that routine of discipline i actually am i'm able to bring that discipline into my work as well
0: I love that. It's like the reason you can't is a reason you must. So like, yeah, I can't, I don't have time to exercise, right? But I don't have time to do that. It's like, you do have time, you just have to prioritize making the time to get your time. And I've noticed that I've, I recently invested in like a personal trainer, which is something that I've never done ever I've never done that I thought no it needs to happen because my sleep pattern was terrible I'd be getting up at 11 in the morning it's too late you know and then I'd be working through till 8pm or 9pm and that's to me that was a horrendous like schedule It's t- t- terrible so it needed to change so me getting up from instead of getting up at 11 I'm now getting up at 7 which is to be fair it was hard work to start off with my body was it was a bit of a shock to the system I'm not used to that um, but it, it's made me like, add, almost like it's added on like four hours to my day. It hasn't, but it's, it has. Um, yeah. And that's massive. So much more energy. You would just think that physical uh, exertion tires you out. But no, it actually gives you energy. So that I really think that's really important. Is there any other like health practices or any other tips of uh, advice that you would um, like to to give those people who are just like do you know, I really want to do this I really want to take like move from away from the corporate world I want to start my own business but I'm just really scared like how can I make this possible how can I do this what would you say to them you know and what would you what would you advise them well
1: so uh, I think one of the advices that I would give to them first of all is you know get help get get professional help so I would I would get professional help for someone that you know does career coaching or someone that understands you know the transitioning from one job to 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 your um, to your having your own business one of the things I think that is is very important in getting professional help is that it will take you he will get you there quicker then, you know, you will still, you know, have the rooms to make your own mistakes, you you know, yeah. because that's the way you learn. Um, but, you know, the, having the help, you'll have the guidance to go so that you will have, you know, the opportunity to experience everything, but you will also have the support when things, you know, seem, you know, very difficult as well. Um, going from the journey is very important that, quite earlier on that you really switch your mindset from being an employee to being a business owner. Love that. That is essential because the thing is you cannot think in your business from the thinking of an employee. Yes. Because that is not going to work. That is going to just, um, you know, that that is going to make you stall. And the thing is, it will not help you in your decision making because you will take longer to make the right decisions for your business. So, you, when, when you move, when you when you shift the mentality or you know the mindset from employee to employer uh, to business owner, you, you, your decisions will have to be quick. Will have to be like this you know you, oh, you, you, you're going to decide you, you buy an insurance yes yeah. select two He's or three it. yes buy it uh you're not waiting one week or you don't need to wait for no one to tell you uh, that you can do that you actually taking the decision or being the decision maker and what what happens to a lot of people is that when you are the decision maker you actually think or you, you you self-sabotage in a way where you slightly say oh is this the right decision for my business is this the right decision for me you know so basically don't even go there in questioning yourself because the thing is you need you know and that's what I say it's very important to bring your spiritual self to the equation because when you're connected yes. to yourself and you connect it to the intuition you will actually realize that any decision that you make is the right decision and because the thing is you will always learn from it you know yeah. if 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 it's something that you know it, nothing will be ever so terrible Mm -hmm. that there will never be a terrible decision because that will always be a choice that you make to make that decision and that will either give you you know great benefits or it will give you a learning so you will always have something from that and and that is essential because the thing is switching your mindset is what really will help you succeed because um you know because you, you you will you know, coming with a different energy as well, you know, because when you are an employee, you might be thinking, oh, you know, I'm here, I'm doing my job, I'm doing a great job, you know, but you don't feel the responsibility of dealing with the big stuff, you know. Uh, And when when you are your own business owner, you do feel the responsibility. And really just embrace that responsibility, own it Mm. and go with it. Because the thing is, you are meant to be doing this because when you transition from you know the corporate environment or even from any other job to to really embrace you know your your business that business is probably your biggest why and that business is going to be your biggest teacher in life as well oh, so um you know just embrace it and embrace the, the new journey you're starting on because that
0: for sure will be very very rewarding I love everything you just said then like I've never thought about it like that like switch from being an employee to a business owner like it makes complete sense because it is it's like I think that's one thing that holds people back the most it's like oh there's no one making decisions for me I've got to make my own it's like what if I make a mistake you know what if mm-hmm. I fail like all these fears come up right but actually there's no such thing really as failure it's just learning you know and I love what you say Re- pe- people really need that right now so if someone's coming to you with all of these questions um any queries about what we've spoken about so far how can they like work like if, they, if you want to if they want to work with you how can they work with you what's the next step for them if they want to reach out to you um yeah share that so um i think that the first step is to actually
1: book uh, like a um a coffee call or you know a discovery call whatever everyone calls it i call mine matchmaking <laughs> oh, i love that matchmaking career call so oh, gorgeous
0: basically
1: basically i think that the best thing to see is first when you when you have these calls they are totally free and there is not about me selling you the products i genuinely what i like to do in a discovery call is actually to speak to people and understand where they are and where they want to go and then obviously in the call if i can help them i will let them know how could i help them but Yeah. yeah it's not you know there is no compromise you don't need to buy from me just to have because even having a conversation with me with the 20 minutes you will still get a lot of information from me, you will still get a few tips from me. So you will always be getting value, you're never wasting your time. Yes. Um, and obviously, working with me is is going to be like that. And you know, I don't push people to work with me. If you want to work with me, I love to have you because I really love helping people. Yeah. Um, and I, I believe that, you know, my skills and my, my journey actually is, is, is a great way of getting people to really win their own um they win at their own career and really get Mm -hmm. the dream of the the job of their dreams um and and yeah and i think that the first step is that Mm -hmm. there is other steps you know normally after that i can take people on to um I can take people on to work with me. They can work with me on one-to-one, something that is bespoke for them. I also run a group program called Attract Your Dream Job in four weeks. Uh, And then I also, um, you know, I also often run challenges uh, and things to really help people think about their careers, thinking about where they are, where they want to go and really Start thinking about how they can change their circumstances because I think my mission is to really help that fifteen percent of people that are happy to in work to make it at least twenty percent. That is a lot right. of people. That's <laughs> a lot of people. Yeah. So But imagine bringing that to a 20%, you know, that will, you know, that will already impact a lot of people. And, you know, yeah. for those people that really like are walking because they see other people walking when they see someone who is absolutely loving their job, owning their career, that will influence them to want that for themselves. And I think that as human beings, we mirror each other quite a lot, but we always on our own, own journeys. So, you know, having that and having that freedom or that inspiration to really do better yourself, that mm. will, you know, that will have a domino effect and really impact a lot more people.
0: I really love that. Just the 5% extra, how much of a difference. Because it's not just about the person. You know, they've got most likely they're going to be mums, not, not all of them or dads. Um, so it's not just about them, it's about their children's future as well, like, bringing that into their children. Like, could you think of anything worse than a, a child going into... And I don't have children, I'm not a mum, but a, a, when I was, like, a kid doing things that I didn't want to do or have a job with my teens where I just couldn't stand it and it was the cause of my depression, working for, like, you know... And it's, like, stopping that from happening, stopping that suffering, stopping that pain, and that's like, I'm sure, a big reason why you do what you do. It's like stopping that process and actually let's really align you what you should be doing, so you can pass it down um, through the generational. It's very interesting. Thing. It's very interesting that you mentioned the
1: parents and the parenting and and things like that. Um, I actually been connected to to a friend of mine who is a mindfulness teacher in schools. Right. And, um, you know, he shared with me a bit of the reality of what's happening, you know, with COVID. You know, none of the children, they had um, the access to what they normally have a school for the mindfulness. They don't have access. And it's really the reality is that, you know, um, kids as uh, you know, as young as primary school already facing stress, anxiety. <sighs> Um, wow. Really, 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 they're they, they facing, you know, trauma. They're facing a lot of things. And without having these extra support in schools, you know, mm-hmm. these kids were left alone for like a whole year. Um, and that, you know, understanding that reality and understanding how young you know people need to have that uh, that support of like allowing them to be themselves allowing them to be they are allowing to be them to be connected with with you know mind body and spirit You know, because that will support them in in their growth, in their their really growing up, uh, you know, because when you are a child, you know, you don't have the fears, You, you don't have trouble speaking up, you don't have anything like that. But, you know, that voice is shut down by, you know, the people that surround us you know sadly you know but that is what happens and not to blame parents and not to blame grandparents because when what they give to their children is all that they know themselves is exactly. all that they were given and they yeah. always are improving on that but yeah. you know having the understanding now and understanding how you can influence that process it yeah. is really a choice to, to make sure that you choose to act on that and really start transforming lives from a very early age
0: love that and something else has just coming is like people get cling to their like 100k corporate job right because it's safe it's like the safety net like but actually, what about the child that gets a bit lost and outcast during the process because you're never there for them, or you're like only half there, the ha- only half of the time you're there for them. So when they grow up, it's like they end up being like feeling like they're very alone. Um, and that I don't think people realise—not that they might not, not that they're to blame, but they might not realise the impact of them having that corporate job and what it's actually doing to. Um, everything outside of them, like their health, their children, like, but I don't think people realize that. I
1: think, I think people think that being a provider is more and more important than being present, you know. Oh, uh, yeah. So yeah. so um, one of the things that I've learned, and, and this is from a lot of, you know, parenting, um, you know, coaches that I, I connect with and I understand. I'm not a, a mother myself, but, you know, I have nephews and nieces and I, I'm always very present in their lives. So I always yeah. like to learn a bit, a bit about everything. But, you know, for you to really connect with a child, you just need to give them 20 minutes of undivided ten, attention of your time 20 minutes be fully present present with the child that will already make a big huge difference in that child's life and the way they're going to grow up to be in the world mm-hmm. so being a provider is important and is you know is is amazing that you can bring in the big bucks to support your family but choose to also be present and you know it's only 20 minutes of your day Seven days a week, and you know, it's, it's it, it, you can't even compare it to the eight to 16 hours a day that you might spend at work. So, make those 20 minutes count to be present in your child's life because that will make a huge difference on how they're growing to be adults and how they're going to behave in the workplace, how they're going to behave to to their children. Um, and you know, it's a massive impact.
0: That's like your match for, for the day. Uh, presence over um what did you say presence over Uh, providing providing yeah because I don't think people realize what the meaning of presence is but that's a whole nother like live but yeah that's definitely something to think about and I think people listen to this would really that might make them just tick and realize you know what's important what's truly important to them so I just appreciate you being on and sharing your authentic story and your real voice and, and you know it's truly inspirational where you've come from where you're at. So what are you um finally what are you moving towards creating over the next like year? What are you what are you bringing forwards?
1: Well there is a lot of projects in the pipeline. So um uh- Currently, I have a show called Career Champions, the show, and I probably uh, the next step to that, I want to turn it into a podcast. So um, I'm going to be um, I'm going to be going on the one year mark in July. So around that time, I really want to turn it into a podcast. There is, uh, you know, I'm I'm, I'm Developing, um, I'm, I, I do have a group program that I plan to carry on and obviously impact at least the lives of a 1,000 people. I mean, that's yeah. my initial... A initial um mission um and then there is this exciting side project as well uh, you know we talked about children and um so basically i have the understanding that you know uh, if i really want to make a big influence uh, in the space of career coaching uh, in the space of you know having people really um you know going for their dreams Um, my plan is to really bring that idea of you know going for your dream job and giving people the skills and the tools to really go and do it and um, you know I've heard from people, uh, you know, uh, you know, there is career advisors that you go to them at unis and, and colleges and, you know, you, you decide that you want to do something and they like they, they pretty, pretty much shut you down. Um, yeah. So um, basically, um, I want to empower people to really go for what they want, regardless of what it is, because, Love you them. know, they they can really make it work for them and, you know, make the money out of it as well. Um And uh, so I'm starting with uh, graduate students and college students that really want to do. So I'm going to run a series of webinars where I actually bring them in, get them to start thinking about their careers and really start thinking about and giving them a very realistic view of what it is like for them to go into the workplace and how they can own that space by uh, owning their authentic selves as well in the process um, and showcasing you know their own unique gifts which is their transferable skills but also their experiences that they had through their lives
0: oh I love that that's a really oh yes just feels so good great mission to be on (laughs) thank you for sharing that thank you for doing the work as well getting through all of that so then you can then pass that on to others what a gift And it's just truly inspirational to see. And I look forward to following your journey. And I thank you for coming on to the the podcast as well. Likewise. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It has
1: been an absolute pleasure.
0: You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you.